0: This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit FilmGeekRadio.com for more great
1: shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to CinemaFix. Fix, your stop for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo.
0: Hello, Andrew.
1: Hey, Monica. America's what it's all about. Happy Fourth of July week.
0: Are you ready to ride into the West for Manifest Destiny?
1: I am. Let's just ride into the West, claim our destiny, and kill anyone or any people group that gets in our way.
0: All right. Hi-ho, Silver.
1: I'm feeling very patriotic right now. America. America. This is episode number 56 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie The Lone Ranger. If you are new to the show, basically this is the program on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films, We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies, and each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a ten minute long spoiler free review of the movie, that way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers, so if you've seen the film and you would appreciate that type of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week, we're going to be talking about The Lone Ranger. It comes out today. Monica, you and I have already seen it. Why don't you give our listeners a little information about the film?
0: I hope we've already seen it since we're about to talk about the movie. But it was (laughs) directed by Gore Verbinski, and it follows the story of John Reed, played by Armie Hammer, as he returns home after studying law on the East Coast. He is deputized by his brother Dan, a tough Texas ranger. But after Dan is killed by the outlaw, Butch Cavendish, John puts on a mask and works with his Native American friend, Tonto, played by Johnny Depp, to bring Cavendish to justice.
1: Hi-ho, Silver! Away!
0: (laughs) And (laughs) never do that again.
1: Yes, because we don't want the Lone Ranger to do iconic things that the Lone Ranger does. We don't
0: want the Lone Ranger to be the Lone Ranger. This is a movie that doesn't know what it's doing, or why it is here.
1: We'll talk about it. But first, here's a clip. It's
0: my brother's
1: face. Eyes cut by the bullets that killed him. From the great beyond, he will protect you. And the ones you love. Me to wear a mask. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosabi. Better to stay that way. Monica, this is a huge blockbuster movie that's coming out this summer. I believe the budget is somewhere around $250 million. Gore Verbinski last worked with Johnny Depp in Rango and some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So it seems like Disney's trying to repeat the success of Pirates of the Caribbean with this movie. Do you think they succeeded?
0: Well, I just don't want the Lone Ranger to become a ride in Frontierland But uh, no, I don't think they recapture lightning in the bottle. I think in terms of even just comparing the other Pirates of the Caribbean movies, this is a mess. This is like a structural mess. It is a mess mess. I mean, he still knows how to shoot, so that's about the only redeeming factor in this.
1: Wait, wait, wait. But he doesn't know how to shoot. He shoots his weapon...
0: No, I'm not saying shoot like a gun. I'm saying like the director Gore Verbinski knows how to frame a shot.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That kind of shoot.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: It is, we are recording this in the morning of release date. Yeah, I thought the cinematography was semi interesting, but in terms of like all the Western callbacks to like the general and the man who shot Liberty Valance, it was, just made me miss those movies more. It made me want to go watch those. It didn't exactly make me want to be here in the theater for the next two and a half hours. Then there's the whole issue of Tonto and racism and just the tasteless way that I felt the Native Americans were depicted in this film. So I did not enjoy this movie one little iota.
1: Yeah, speaking of the general, I think it's interesting how a movie made almost 100 years ago at this point can have a more exciting train explosion than a movie nowadays.
0: Because it was real? Because Buster Keaton rode that thing off the rails into a river?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: There's something to be said about that.
1: But no, why do that when you can have a bunch of CG stuff? Yeah. I agree with you, Monica. The movie is a big mess. It feels like it's trying to be several different movies at once. And one of the movies it's trying to be I think is really good and a really interesting revisionist. One of Western. six because
0: there's six screenwriters on this project. Okay,
1: so yeah, let's say one of six of the of the movies it's trying to be is good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's going every which way and doesn't know which way is up.
1: 17% of this movie is great, but the rest (laughs) is not so much. And I I agree with you. Gore Verbinski, technically, he's a good filmmaker, and the cinematography is really nice. There's some pretty shots in this movie, Mm -hmm. but not much to make you care about anything that's happening in those shots.
0: I didn't feel connected or emotionally invested in any of the characters. Tonto still feels like a stock sidekick, even though his role is bloated. And he also becomes the storyteller uh, overall. Which, let's talk about that framing device, because I felt that was awkward as all hell. Because he's kind of someone like an unreliable narrator. It just confuses the hell out of the audience.
1: Yeah, there's a weird framing device where old Tonto is telling the story of the Lone Ranger to a young boy. And I think on a thematic level, it sort of works, especially the very first scene with him and the very last scene with the framing device. Mm -hmm. But I think when your plot and your characters are such a mess... And, you know, in this case, the framing device, it just makes it even more confusing a lot of the time.
0: And it didn't go in order either. It kind of skipped around and then ha- made you put the pieces together. For a two and a half hour movies, you're lucky if you have my attention for that long. Especially when nothing else on the screen has made me give a flying care about what is going on.
1: Right. And I think it would have worked if we had cared and if we had come away with the full understanding of who these characters were. But... I honestly couldn't tell you now, after I've sat through the two-and-a-half-hour movie, what the Lone Ranger represents, what his ideology is, why he does the thing he does.
0: America?
1: <laughs> I guess. I, I don't even know if he and Tonto were friends, you know?
0: Yeah, that is that is the kind of friendship like I don't want. <laughs> it's very antagonistic.
1: Right, and then they're like they 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 team up at points because they they just sort of have to, and then at other points they're still working. But then when together. their agendas
0: don't mix, it's like game over.
1: Yeah, We're not talk
0: about this. We're just gonna fight each other about it.
1: Right, and then and then by the end they're working together, even though you're thinking in the back of your mind, wait, shouldn't you be mad at each other? Yeah, it's it's just really a mess, and nothing comes together, and it just it just makes me sad one that hollywood would spend so much money on a project before they have a decent script to work with yet again and two i feel really bad for army hammer cuz i i really like this guy and i think he's got a lot of on-screen charisma and i think he has the potential to be a big star But between movies like this and Mirror Mirror, I just want to be like, man, what's up? Do you not read these scripts? Or is it just, oh, this is a big budget movie. I guess it'll be good for my career.
0: Actually, the social network was just a fluke, so.
1: Maybe so, maybe so. But, oh, hey, if the Lone Ranger had had a twin brother that came and helped out, that would have been interesting.
0: The wrong brother.
1: Yeah, the right brother and the and the wrong brother. They could have worked together. Hey, we're the Lone Ranger twins. The I'm John Winklevi. <laughs> this is Dan Winklevi. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Maybe one of them could have worked for the bad guy. I've got, I'm going to save this for Reboot This. I'm going to think about this some more.
0: All right, you, you keep that. I don't know if I want any, any more Lone Ranger ever.
1: Anything else you want to say about this movie?
0: It was a mess. Don't see it.
1: I can't even remember who the actress is that plays the love interest, but that's just kind of in there.
0: Oh, her role. Oh, no, that was terrible. No, 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 no. I guess we'll go into her character in the next one.
1: Yeah, and and I'm looking up the actress because I would like to give her at least a little bit of credit. Like, she did an okay she, no, job. No, she's
0: like the damsel in distress and does nothing else but...
1: But she does that well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she she did ride the side of a train for a second, and she cowered with her child very convincingly.
1: Yeah, and I want to be sure to mention her because I actually don't think I've seen her in very many things. So it was kind of like, oh, I don't really recognize you.
0: I'd like to maybe unsee her in this. Give her a shot in something else.
1: Ruth Wilson. That's her name. Go you. Yeah, give her a shot in something else, Hollywood. She could be pretty good. Not really sure.
0: (laughs) Not really sure. This was some awful material on all fronts.
1: Oh, I'm looking her up. I've seen her on Luther. That's where I've seen her. Okay. Okay. And she played uh, Jane Eyre.
0: Once upon a time.
1: Yeah. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on The Lone Ranger here on Cinema Fix. Don't forget to tune in to part two for a much more in-depth look at the film. And be sure to tune in next week when we will be discussing... Atlantic Explosion. Oh, I'm sorry. Pacific Rim. Wrong ocean. That was a lame joke. I apologize.
0: Sad. It's the morning. <laughs> it is
1: the morning. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to us through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including The Thin Place and our brand new show all about the Showtime series, Dexter, Avenging Angels. Monica, where can people find you online?
0: People can find me online at Twitter and Tumblr at MCASTI Movies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I Movies. They can also find my work reposted on the Boston Online Film Critics Association website at bofca.com.
1: You can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com and at moviemezzanine.com, including my written review of The Lone Ranger. Monica, don't you have a written review of the film as well?
0: Yes, I'm submitting it today. <laughs> I'm a little late. I also took on a very big rant, so have fun with that.
1: And, and where can people read that?
0: I uh, should be going up on Bitch Magazine within hopefully the next day or two.
1: All right. You can follow me on Twitter at WriterAndrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. That'll wrap it up for this episode. I'm Andrew Johnson.
0: I'm Monica Castillo.
1: And have fun this week Hi, I'm